Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the Rabbit Hole Show. Uh, this week, we have a new friend of mine who I've met recently. Uh, and as always, we all have a story. We all have struggles. And the good news is we're not alone. This week, my new friend, John Phillips, is here to share his story and kind of what uh, he's doing uh, for the Lord. And uh, he was in a career and now he kind of stepped away and he'll talk more about that and what he's doing. But, John, welcome. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me here. It's uh, great to be here. Uh, great time meeting you and yeah. hanging out with the uh, the Barn Brothers. Yeah. Met you at the barn. Getting, getting to know this area around here. Um, it's uh, yeah, it, it's, it's an interesting time to uh, to live in and travel around the country and meeting uh, new people. And it, it's, it's great to have uh, uh, people like folks like this that um that you can really connect with and, and there and i think that's important to have in in life is these uh connections that you can carry with you you know as you as you move about uh earth yeah so to yes. speak you know because um, um, communities i've talked about is big here and whether you've known someone for a while or like in our case just met someone a new brother uh, yeah we all need good community people to lift us up and be there for us because we all will have struggles at some point and mm -hmm. it's good to have, you know, healthy community and a brother or sister, you know, there to lift you up and be there for you and vice versa. So. Yeah, that, that's true. You know, so I, I found that um, a lot, you know, with like, like community and we do a, a, a lot of ministering in places. So there, there's not a lot of opportunity to, uh, you know, to be ministered to and having that, that, uh, that community that you can kind of uh, be uh, fed by, you know, and in turn you do some feeding too. But yeah. um, having that is is so important. I've learned that more. So now, uh, you know, being on the road a lot, how important having a community is, even yeah. if it's a, a phone call or you know, a text message here and there. How important it is to have that. Yeah, that's very important, uh, especially with what you know you and the family are doing now. Y'all are traveling on the road and uh in some rough areas at times so well that's yes. you're seeking out the rough areas yes that that is our favorite place to be is the uh the rougher areas <laughs> yes it is and a lot of people would not be out there looking for rough areas but you and your family uh have been called to do that mm -hmm. and uh you'll talk about that here in a little bit um but robin eckard uh he's a barn brother and a previous guest on the rabbit hole show i believe episode 39 so go check that out but uh he talked about on the episode you don't know a man until you know his story um is he was playing golf and you know uh, got paired with two guys and made the mistake of asking the guy so what do you do and the guy was a lawyer and right then he was like i'm less than this mm -hmm. guy and uh, the other guy who was paired up with them he said you know, I'm Robin and tell me a little bit about yourself. And there was, you know, he didn't feel less than he wasn't comparing himself. And he said the guy wouldn't shut up for the next two hours or whatever. <laughs> right. But yeah, you don't know a man until you know his story. You don't know where he has walked and what he's been through. Because um, for me, as I've learned, it doesn't matter who you are, how much money you make, you know, what race you are, what zip code you live in. Uh, we all have struggles at some point in our life. And a lot of times you think you're alone. You know, I knew I thought I was alone and found out I wasn't. Yeah, Everyone's right. got something that they're dealing with or have dealt with or will deal with. 
Um, so tell us a little about your story and then we'll jump into kind of what you're doing now in your ministry. Yeah. Yeah. So the devil is no respecter of persons. He will go after anybody, no, no matter how much or how little money you have or what your uh, status in life is, uh, he will go after mm-hmm. you. And, uh, right. That, that's, um, so God's got a calling on everybody's life. Amen. And I, I think that's part of, uh, part, part of, part of my passion is, um, igniting that calling in people and letting, letting people know the devil's a hope thief, mm-hmm. but God is the God of all hope. Amen. And it doesn't matter where you're at now. God's got something uh, for you. Um, and that, that's, uh, me too, you know, and I've known since I was a, a, a little kid, um, what my calling was, you know, like, like in ministry and at times I, I I've run from it, you know, kind of like, like Jonah God said to go one way and Jonah ran the other way and you find yourself in the middle of a storm or in a whale. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, you know, yeah, he got thrown overboard, uh, swallowed by a whale and then, uh, spit out, you know, onto a beach. And I don't know if you've ever been wet on a beach in the sand and I don't like that either. It's uncomfortable. And, uh, yes. Uh, so, so we all have, have things like that in our life. You know, me too, that, uh, um, I went the, you know, the opposite way of where God was telling me to go for a, a long time. And it took a, a divine encounter like Paul, um, to, to turn me around and, and put me on the right track. And I came from a family that went to church and, mm-hmm. you know, my, uh, my dad uh, ministered in homeless shelters um, which I ended up doing eventually too. Uh, he, you know, ministered in homeless shelters. He'd take me with him and, uh, and stand me right in front of him as he was preaching to the, uh, to the, you know, the men and the women that would show up at the chapels um, and uh, kind of uh, showed me that way of, of, of doing it, you know, um, and telling me this is what you're called to do, you know? So, and I knew that, and that was like, like, uh, like David, right. He, mm-hmm. um, he was the one that that uh, nobody even wanted to you know to know existed, right? He wasn't the one that was picked first. All of his brothers mm-hmm. were bigger. Um, he was the little guy that was out on the backside of a hill tending sheep, and they didn't even want to bring him in. Yeah. And uh, the man of God said, "I'm not leaving until I see that last son." You know, he says, "This is the one." Yeah. This is the one. The least says, likely. Really, this guy, right? And you know, the least likely. Um, and, and, uh, that, that was, I, I felt like me a lot of times, you know, in my life, um, I was like, nah, you know, that's, I can't, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, God really had to pull me out of that way of thinking, you know, and, uh, I've had this thought that, uh, that, um, old life thinking has no place in new creation living, Amen. right. You know, so the, our, our old way of limiting and stuff, we have to, we have to, Get rid of that kind of thinking too. That uh, that uh, we want to make sure that that we're thinking and saying the same things about ourselves that God says about us. Yeah. Um, and it took me a while to to transition out of that spot of, of um, thinking that I wasn't good enough or I'd messed up too much to you know to even walk into my calling. You know, well that's not my calling anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, God will never remove those callings off of our lives. Um, and it, it, it took a while uh, for me to, to turn around and, and actually step into what the Lord was calling me to do. Um, and then when I did, I, I, it just it, it fit so perfectly. I, uh, I, I started working in homeless shelters and, uh, you know, in men's shelters and, men, you know, ministering in the shelters and um, really just you know, developing like, like God was working on me and developing this way of, of um, what he was calling me to do. And that was, I like David as an example, right? Even mm-hmm. after, after he was told that he was going to be king, 
um, he still spent some time tending sheep still, you know, and he had, he had wrestled lions and bears and, mm-hmm. and did a few things uh, before he even got to, you know, Goliath, the David and Goliath story. And uh, which was, you know, a little bigger, but he went on to do great things. And um, it, it took working through that process to develop, even after he, he knew what his calling was, you know, he was developing the character to, to be what he was called to do. Um, and I think it's that, that, that sticking with it, right. He could have given up at any time and not been King. Oh yeah. Um, so, so he had to stick with it. And even in the hard times, like, like um, even in my struggles, uh, sticking with it, saying, I know what God's called me to do. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna back down from that mm-hmm. at all. Um, was, uh, was a real key in, uh, in moving forward and, uh, working in the, the homeless shelters and developing, uh, programs to walk guys through the same, you know, the, the, the same thought process that, that I had to, to walk through mm-hmm. with that. And, uh, really developing a, a character. If I'm not going to give up and I'm going to keep moving forward, um, I've got a calling in my life. The devil's going to try and trick me into thinking that I'm not worthy of it or that I'm, I, I messed something up and I can't get it. Um, but the devil's a liar, right? And the, and, and God is the God of all hope. And, uh, he, he won't, uh, give you a calling without giving you the strength to actually walk through that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to go through, you know, as you were talking about some dark valleys to figure out, uh, you know, and to learn and to get to your calling. Like for me, um, you know, I had to several years of drug addiction and uh, depression and, you know, anxiety and, you know, the devil believing his lies that mm-hmm. I wasn't good enough. I'll never amount to my father or, you know, the people in my zip code. Um, but it's a lie. You know, we're all created um, in his image. and. I'm not going to be my father. I'm not going to be what my next door neighbor is. You know, I'm Charles Height, mm-hmm. you know, and I have a calling and, um, you know, I'm still figuring that out, but I know that I have purpose in life now. You know, when I woke up off life support, I knew I had two options, go back out or get my life together. And there's a lot of people who I've known who have woken up off after an overdose and immediately gone right back out. And I'm like, what are you doing? You know, and a lot of them aren't here today or they're in jail, you know, but I knew I wanted to have a wife and kids, you know, be successful in life. And that doesn't necessarily mean money, but just have community, you know, friends, you know, people respect me and not, you know, when I text or call, they don't answer. Um, I knew I had to make a change in my life where I was going to be, you know, dead or in jail. Um, and because of that, you know, I want to share my story and have people who are in you know similar places where I was to help them figure out, you know, hey, you don't have to be doing that. You know, that's not the way to, to live. You know, I didn't live for tomorrow. I was living just for today mm-hmm. and I wasn't living for today to um, better myself or better my brother. It was just to get money, you know, find a good looking girl and just have fun. And that, you know. And it didn't got me on life support. <laughs> oh, right. So um, definitely we all have a calling and, you know, community, as I was saying earlier, is huge. Yes. Yeah. And that, that's um, a big thing. Just that person to to call every once in a while. Hey, man, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, that's like I, I guys uh, from when I uh, was ministering in the, the homeless shelters uh, full time um, in shelters. I, there's guys that I still talk to every every week. And I know that if I don't hear from them, 
that something's wrong, you know, that, that they're probably starting to turn and go backwards. Um, so just that one phone call is you know, usually what it takes, you know, and they say, man, I didn't think anybody really cared. Yeah. I haven't heard you're the only person I hear from, you know? And, uh, so you're right. So ne- never underestimate, um, that, uh, that community or how important it is to have a, a, a quick phone call with mm-hmm. somebody. Um, and that, that's, uh, that's huge. Even, um, you know, even now that, you know, like I was saying, just, you know, even like the, the barn brothers and stuff, man, that, that is just so awesome to have, uh, that group of people that, um, like with me and my family and traveling, we don't, we don't have, uh, you know, like a home church. Well, mm-hmm. we have a home church, but we're never there You're not because there, we're just... supposed to, you know, we're supposed to be out on the road, uh, ministering the gospel every day. And, uh, so, so not having that, that same community every week, it, it's so great to have, um, you know, to have that with, you know, with, with guys that, that, um, that I can just call and, you know, talk mm-hmm. to or text, uh, even when we're not in the same town yeah. is, uh, is really important to have. Um, so yes, I think yeah. that's a, a, a cool thing that, you know, so then even with, um, uh, no matter where you're at in life, having, having that and hang on to those relationships. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something that I used to take for granted, mm-hmm. you know? And something that, and I've mentioned several times on the podcast, I think, but I never would have committed to like a small group or something like the Barn Brothers because I wanted to have my nights free because I wanted to go out and have fun. You know, I was on dating apps, just swiping to have fun. So I wanted to go on as many dates as possible. I wanted to whatever, just go out and have fun. And if something fun popped up that night, I'd rather do that than, you know, be at the barn or you know, at a small group or going over to my parents' house for dinner and watching old TV shows with my dad, stuff I used to never want to do. Now that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Because I know Tuesday night I got my barn brothers and that helps me kind of, it's Tuesday. So it's not the first day of the week, but it's early in the week to where it kind of helps me get through the rest of the week Mm -hmm. and just a positive mindset and just, you know, those deep conversations we have. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and, and the, the devil will do that to people, not, not so much to, uh, you know, to, to keep you high or depressed, but to keep you isolated. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like, uh, when I was younger, I, I used to, um, pick the jobs, you know, based on whether they gave a drug ch- test or not, you know, and, uh, you can't get anywhere like that. They don't, the ones that don't test know what's going on and they don't pay good, you know, so then you get, you get stuck in that spot. Um, and then you, you have that thinking too, well, I'm not ever going to move forward. And then you don't want to, you know, you don't want to make commitments to hang out with people or anything. Um, so it's the, the devil tries to get you isolated, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're weaker when you're alone. And then when you are isolated, you know, or you're not doing what you're called to do, um, the devil kind of leaves you alone. He's, he's, he's not worried about you wandering off. He's kind of got you where right. he wants you. But like over this past year and a half, you know, year and some change, I've really, you know, I've dealt with depression. You know, I'm sure people are like, oh, he's not dealing with depression anymore or anxiety. No, but it's a different type than what Mm -hmm. I was dealing with. You know, I hear a lot of lies in my head, you know, and I'm like, no, that's the stinking thinking. I'm not going to act on those or those are lies, but it's it gets tiring of hearing that stuff in your head. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like I'm trying to do the right thing and I want to do the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. Why am I being attacked? Well, you're being attacked or I'm being attacked because 
I'm doing the Lord's work. You know, I'm doing what I'm called to do and living the right way. And the devil doesn't like that. He says, whoa, hold on. Because he lost <laughs> he, he lost me. Right. You know? He never yes, had me. How can me, I get this guy back? <laughs> he never had me, but, you know, he had me not living the way I was called oh, to. Right. Well, you know, and, and I like uh, uh, Galatians 5.1, and I like it in the Passion Translation, the, the way that, um, that they worded it. You know, and Paul says, let me be clear. Right. So, you know, Paul's serious. Right. Because he <laughs> says, let me be clear. <laughs> The anointed one has set us free, not just in part, but completely free. He says we must cherish that fact. And then the the most interesting thing in there, he says, and stubbornly refuse to go back to the bondage of our past. And so I'm like, wow. Okay. So these guys, even way back then, are are struggling with things, right? They're 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 a new creation, you know, like Second Corinthians 5:17. They that are in Christ are an entirely new creation. All this related to the old order that person is gone. Mm-hmm. Behold, all things become fresh and new. So the old you is gone completely. But then Paul says, hey, he says, we're, we're completely free. You know, so then some people are thinking, well, I know that I have Jesus in my heart now and I'm saved and I'm going to heaven, but I, maybe I'm not completely set free. I've still got all this other stuff going on. Paul says, hold on. You're completely free. You know, so then I'm thinking, wow, okay. So then these guys are having some of that thinking coming back in their head. And he says, but be careful not to go back to the bondage of your past. Mm-hmm. So so even back then, 2,000 years ago, these guys are having that, that same kind of struggle of, of uh, I've turned around, I've, I've, I've made some good strides and gone over some hills, but then I keep on getting these thoughts that come back in my head. Maybe I'm not completely free. And he says, no, 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 hold on. That's the devil messing with you, trying to trying trying to get you to walk back. He's not going to drag you. He's going to trick you into walking, mm-hmm. to tricking yourself into walking back into the old mess that you're in before. So those thoughts in your head go away, but then you have the other thoughts of, well, why am I doing this? What was mm-hmm. what was me basically? Type of thinking, you know, I'm never going to get that job, or and you're holding yourself back so you can go back, but it's not what you're called to do. And right. it's going to be not, you know, how you want to be living. In. Yeah, exactly. So that's like catching that right, right at the the front door. You know, you say, well, hold on. That's, that's not who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think a big part of it, and like with me was that, uh, that new identity and, and like, I had to really know who I am, who God says that I am now. So when those old thoughts or that old way of thinking comes back in, um, you can recognize it real easy because you know, it's a lie, mm-hmm. you know, um, because it, it doesn't line up with the truth of what, you know, right. and I, I learned, um, something when I was really studying out that little section of scripture there that I shared, I, I, uh, I learned about how counterfeiters, um, can tell what a fake bill is, what a counterfeit bill is, you know, and there, there's thousands of different counterfeit bills out there. Like if it was a, a counterfeit $100 bill, there's a thousand different ways to counterfeit mm-hmm. it. Uh, so what they did was they studied the real thing. So they knew what that looked like. So then it was easy to spot a fake because it didn't look real, mm-hmm. you know, instead of trying to study all of the other fakes, learn the real. And, and so once, so one, once you know what the real one is and you know who you are, you know, and you know who God says you are, um, then you can, then you can spot the lies, Correct. you know, real easy. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and that, that's, uh, in ministry, that, that's a, a huge thing to know too, that the devil doesn't, you know, that every day the devil doesn't want me to step out on the street and tell somebody about Jesus. Right. Yeah. He's attacking you hard in and family. That, that's, um, yeah, you know, so, I mean, so that, that's the same thing with me, you know, you wake up and how am I going to do this? I'm going to walk out on the street and 
tell a whole bunch of people about Jesus. That's can't do this. So, whoa, hold on. <laughs> and it's not always. That, that's not. <laughs> and a lot of the people you're talking to are not people that maybe want to hear, you know, the gospel. Uh, right. Um, um, most don't. Yeah. So, you're... but I ask God every morning. So uh, the the Bible says that uh, that that if you ask uh, for the heathen, that the Lord will give them to you. You know, and uh, so so then uh, it, it's not even me. So I think in all areas of our lives, um, putting the putting the pressure, putting the demand on Scripture is real important. You know, because God spoke it to us, right, and then it was written down. Um, and that word has power. So we, you know, and then that that's every word in the Bible is God's promise to us. So when we put a demand on this, it's Lord, your word says that if I do this, then you'll do that. So I'm, you know, so then even in my own mind and I'm, you know, and I'm preaching to myself in the morning, you know, so I'm going to do this. And the word says that this will work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and say, okay, let's put our shoes on now, man. <laughs> so what are you doing for our listeners? Tell them a little bit about kind of, you know, you were working in the homeless shelters and creating curriculums uh, to free them of addiction or whatever they may be going yeah. through. But you uh, and your wife separately, you know, from what I remember you telling me that y'all were feeling called to kind of pick up, move and kind of hit the streets. So kind of talk to yeah, us about so, that a little bit. So uh, there, there is a, a, a period of time, you know, and I, I was um, ministering in the homeless shelter in uh, in Michigan and it's cold up there. <laughs> and uh, the Lord started speaking to me. And um, it, and it was interestingly enough, we had just we had bought our, our third house. And they always say, like, your third house is like the, you know, you're spot on. You know, you've, mm-hmm. you've bought two and you've learned what not mm-hmm. to buy. Um, well, this this one was was that house. It was, spot know, on it, for it, you. it was our, our perfect house. It had, you know, everything that we wanted. Um, and, it, you know, we had. um little over an acre yard, you know, oh, it wasn't wow. real big, but it was, it was pretty nice. Um, You're not going to get that in Charlotte. Oh, right. Really. It, was, it was in a really nice, you know, uh, what they'd call like a hoity-toity town, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, and uh, we had just got it, you know, kind of how we wanted it and everything. And the Lord started talking to me. He says, I, I want you to start you know, uh, narrowing down what you own, you know? And uh, he started giving me these visions about, um, traveling around in a, in a camper and, and just, you know, winning souls, um, and getting other people excited and passionate about winning souls. Um, you know, telling people about Jesus, setting people free. Um, and he, and it was over a few month period that he was talking about this. You need to get, you've got too much stuff. You got to get rid of it. It's not all going to fit in a camper. That's a (laughs) huge house. And (laughs) of course, uh, so, um, you know, so, and, and I, it was like this, I had such a, an urgency of, about it, like in my spirit that I was constantly, do we need this? Do we need that? We, we can get rid of this. We can sell that. We can give this away. We just don't need it. And, um, and I had gone through that for a little bit and, and, uh, God started talking to me about, it. he's like, you need to sell your house. You know, he says, like, I want you to, I want you to just go out get a camper and go out on the road and, um, and tell people about me and boy that sounds crazy like, and, I'll, I'll do it but yeah, you know yeah so at, the, at the same time and i i was like i you know like i said this, this was like that perfect house you know um i didn't want to tell my wife hey god just said to um get rid of everything we own and sell our house and uh travel around the country and tell people about jesus you know I was yeah. like, lord you got to give me some boldness to do this you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like the uh the uh disciples you know prayed for boldness to you know to to preach the word 
Um, I was like, Lord, I need boldness to tell my wife this. And so I waited uh, a few more weeks and it was just every day that was just like all that the Lord was talking to me about all day was you need to, you need to prepare to, um, for this move. So finally I, I asked my wife, has God been saying anything like specific to you lately? You know, cause the Lord talks to us all the time. Um, so, you know, but I didn't, I didn't want to lead her into it, to anything like, has God told you this, this, and this? Yeah. Um, so, you know, so then I asked her and she looked at me and she's like, well, God, no, just, you know, go, go ahead and tell me, you know, she's like, I, I wasn't really going to say anything because it sounds crazy, but I think God wants to sell her house. <laughs> you know, <laughs> So then I had, uh, I had written it out in my journal for, you know, a few weeks. So I was like, look, that's exactly what, um, you know, what God had said to me too. And I got proof. I wrote it down and <laughs> here you go, look. Yeah. <laughs> And I wrote stuff after it and I didn't stay up all night trying to forge this. So, you know? <laughs> so uh, we were like, all right, you know, let's, uh, let's do it. And, um, we, uh, right. So you what know, was I mean, the process from that conversation to kind of selling the house and getting RV kind of, what was that yeah, process so, like in the length? So we, um, so we, we, uh, sold everything that we could. Um, we gave away just tons and tons of stuff and, and we, we had, uh, Facebook marketplace ads going like all the time <laughs> for all this stuff. And it was so crazy, you know, and I'm picturing you know, like in the Bible where, uh, you know, like, like God had called people like, like you look at like some of the first followers of Jesus, you know, and they, they just walked away from their, their businesses and you know, their, their boats and, you know, they, I mean, they had a, a great commercial fishing, fishing business going, right. Mm-hmm. And they, they walked away yeah. from all of it. Uh, to follow Jesus. And I was like, wow, this is crazy, but this is kind of what, you know, this is what we're doing, you know? So there's some encouragement there, right? I mean, cause like you were saying that you, you saw other guys that had uh, been called to do the same thing or were going through the same stuff. And, and that was even my thought. I'm like, man, what did, what, what did those guys think? Like, did they look back at their boat? Like, man, am I really supposed to just give it all up? And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't even totally know this guy. Right. You know, cause Jesus was fresh on the scene then. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so we, uh, we sold everything. We, um, we kept some stuff, uh, like, like our, you know, our favorite dishes and, yeah. and you know, silverware and stuff like that. So we're like, okay, so if we ever buy another house, um, we don't want to have to buy all that stuff again, which like looking back, that was kind of silly to, to keep that stuff, you know, but, it's kind of like, you you always cling to something from the past for some reason. Memories. There's, there's yeah. like these little <laughs> things that, um. They, they, you start, uh, you know, like now we're just like, man, why did we keep any of that? You know, so then we had like this 10 by 10 storage unit, you know, up north that had like a really cool couch and then like some silverware and stuff, you know, and, um, and some kids toys that, you know, by the, by the time we ever go back, you know, those, to- the kids are going to be like, I'm not going to play with this. I was yeah. like, <laughs> that's like, so four years ago. Exactly. <laughs> so, so we've got this stuff, but, um, but we put the house on the market um and uh it, it sold pretty quick um we used the same realtor to uh sell it that we used to buy it um and uh, we had done a ton of work so she was like blown away when she came in like like we you know uh it had like this old nasty carpet in it mm-hmm. and we put like all new hardwood floors that i did myself oh and wow stuff there in you it. go um that was pretty cool which we bought the uh, so we we were working on a budget so we bought the the cheaper uh, hardwood floors mm-hmm. which look really cool because they're the they're uh, all the ones that they were like the imperfect ones so they had all the knots and stuff mm-hmm. on them which ended up looking so awesome that that uh, but the the realtor was so blown away by the difference in the house she's like you sure you want to sell it I'm like just sell the house <laughs> sell it before I <laughs> yeah, sell, it. sell it before you talk me out of it um 
Right. So we, uh, we sold the house and then, um, you know, we, we like struggled back and forth a little bit with, okay, well, we'll buy like a smaller house and we'll get a camper and we'll tra- travel around. So then we still have like this base camp. Um, but again, that was just like, like trying to hang on to something that we weren't supposed to. Yeah. And, uh, God was calling us to be all in, you know? So like we literally had to give up the idea of, uh, buying another place, you know? And so then the whole time, cause our house sold, right. And we had to move our stuff and we didn't know we were moving it. So we, uh, we bought a school bus and took out all the seats and, uh, put, you know, like the couch and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. um, in the school bus and lived at my parents' house for a couple of months. Um, on the school bus? No, we, oh, in we the just house. stayed in the okay. house. Yeah. Our stuff was in the school bus. Um, and they just like the, 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 the crazy stuff, you know, like the school, like we had the school bus, uh, parked in a, 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 like a storage facility and it got broke into. And so then they, they, like, we kept like the TVs and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause we figured, well, we'll even put those in a camper or whatever, but you know, so like all the TVs and stuff got stolen Jeez. and, uh, we're just, man, um, is this really what we want to do? You know, right. You know, <laughs> so there's like the, there's, so there's even those struggles of, right. Are we even supposed to be doing this? Did we yeah. miss it? Um, Right. And I mean, those are all real thoughts, like in everyday life, yeah. you know, man, did I miss something? Um, and for some of our listeners, you know, who maybe don't believe or, you know, how did God talk to y'all? Because, you know, you know, it's different from, you know, reading the Bible, you know, how God used to talk to people because he's not here now. I mean, he is, but he's not physically here like me and you are right now. Oh, right. Like, did he, you know, was it, you know, there's signs was there visions did he like ha- kind of talk to us a little yeah, bit so for me um uh well i'll i'll, I'll hear the lord uh, speak to me um but also uh i'll, I'll have like, like dreams and visions that um you know that uh, that all kind of like like put it all uh together or I, i've had um i when i'm not really listening or maybe um just in addition to um, like angelic encounters where, you know, an angel will just appear in the middle of the night and say, the, the Lord's saying to do this, Wow, you know, all right, all right, <laughs> this is what we're doing. <laughs> um, and, uh, right. You know, so we, we stayed with my parents for, uh, for a couple of months, um, which is crazy to do. Right. So I, you know, I'm married, I have two kids, you know, I've been on my own for you know a couple of decades now. Yeah. And uh, to move back in with my parents was was really weird, you know, but but just, you know, the the amount of grace, you know, shown there mm-hmm. uh, was so cool with, um, uh, you know, it's always important to help people step into their callings. And 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 they did that when, you know, so they they modeled that really well. And that's, you know, part of what I feel called to do is is um, really help people see what their calling is and then push, you know, encourage them into that. Um so, you know, so we, we, we finally found like this really awesome camper. So we, um, we wanted to have like, you know, like, like a, a fifth wheel so that we could still have the truck to drive around in, um, and just park the fifth wheel. And we wanted to have a bunkhouse in the back, you know, for the kids. And, and it, it took a little while to, to find that specific thing, but, um, we put a demand on the scripture, right. You know, and ask of the Lord and, and he'll give it to you. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, uh, we asked God, we said, Lord, this, this is exactly what we want. Um, and it was like, it, you asked me to sell my house and get rid of everything that I own. Um, so I, I did that. I'm asking for this camper and we're going to go out and do exactly what you called to do. I'm not questioning anything, but we got to have this. 
mm-hmm. and uh, and we got it. it I, I mean, literally, like exactly how we described, you know. And um, is this and, your fourth house? Uh, as you yes, said so earlier, the third, the house, third house yeah. is the one. So <laughs> this is the fourth. So you need it to fit your parameters, <laughs> uh, right? So much smaller, um, but um, but yeah. So so we uh, um, got the camper and um, and you know got the the fifth wheel hitch hooked up into the uh, bed of the truck and everything and and uh, headed out on the road. And then a lot of times when you head out on the road, you you have this great plan, right? And um, you know. Like I thought I had this great plan. Kind of like Clark Griswold. You know, I mean, so way I, I felt like um I felt like Abraham, you know. So God gave me um a portion of a plan, right? Yeah. You know, sell mm-hmm. your house. I want you to get a camper and go out and win the lost, right? Yeah. So you can save the lost. Um so we did that, but I was like, man, something's something's missing. We're doing it, but it's not like, you know, it's not quite streamlined yet. Correct. Yeah. You know, so um and I kept on asking, you know, asking God, you know, so what's the plan, you know? And uh, even like uh, to, you know, to back up a little bit, even like, like selling the house, you know, I'm like, all right, Lord, you know, we, we got rid, like the house is empty, you know, and we're, we have, we have our beds in there and our silverware, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're so- <laughs> and uh, we, um, you know, so then we just had a couple of chairs and the, like the house was, was big enough. We had a, um, we had a couch in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, you know, so then the basement was finished. We had a couch there and, you know, and a couch in the living room and we got rid of all of those. And we're like, we had, uh, like the folding camp chairs and stuff, you know, and <laughs> like and when you it, move in initially, you have, oh, that. Right. so <laughs> when, usually when we move in somewhere for like the first month, we usually use one of the moving boxes as a table. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's always been that way for us. I don't know if that's anybody else, but tradition <laughs> it's like our dining room table is, is a, a, a big box. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but you know, so I'm asking God, I'm like, okay, so, I mean, so what's, what's next? What's the next step? I, I like to list out like a few steps ahead of time yeah. if I can. Especially and, if you're hitting the road. Right. You know, I mean, doing something crazy like that. And the, and the Lord's like, just, just do what I said, you know, sell your house. I'm like, all right, our house is on the market, Lord. What's next? Just sell the house. Hmm. Like, all right, it's sold. What's next? Just buy a camper. You know, so like, like in the past, I've gotten like this big plan from the Lord, you mm-hmm. know, where it's just, it's, everything's, it's laid out kind of, everything's laid out. Um, so like even moving to Michigan from, uh, Virginia Beach, we moved to Michigan to do ministry work. And the Lord gave me like an exact plan. You know, you're going to, you're going to um, sell your house. You're going to move to this town. You're going to, you know, minister in this area and you're going to do this, this, and this. And you're going to speak to these people. Like, okay, great. I can do that. That's easy. You still have to do what the Lord says to do. But I had a full vision of the whole thing. And then this time he's like, sell your house. I can't see past that. He's like, I know. <laughs> you know? So, it's like, I don't know if you've ever uh, played like Crash Bandicoot or some of those old video games where I haven't, but I know KC has like, like the, the next step doesn't actually appear until you like jump out into the middle of nothing, you know, and then you land on something that wasn't there before, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and that was the, the same thing that God was calling us to do was he's like he was developing our faith a little more. Um, and I, I've learned that um, that that developing that faith and that's everybody in life right yeah. uh, sometimes there's like man how is this going to work and it's like there's no way that it's going to work unless it's god um yeah and those are the ones that, that get us to to grow more is there's no way that this is going to work unless it's god and um then i was really put into that situation yeah there's no way that this is going to work unless it's all god if i try and do any of it on my own um it, it's absolutely it's not going to work right <laughs> 
<clears throat> and uh, so we, uh, you know, just step by step, you know, we, um, we, we got the camper and we got out on the road. Um, and what years was this now? Uh, so this has been over like the, the over the past two years, okay. um, so, maybe three now. So pre-COVID? That, uh, yeah. I love how that's now kind of a, right, a that, mark in like history. A, a mark, right. It's like pre-COVID past COVID. <laughs> yeah. So we, um, so then we, we, so then like the, the Fort Mill area and uh, it has always been kind of familiar to us, you know, so we came to the familiar first, you know, and um, we, uh, you know, like, like set up shop, so to speak, you know, in, in Fort Mill for a little bit. And then we had branched out to some other areas into mm-hmm. Kentucky and stuff. Um, got to preach a sermon at the Red River Meeting House. Oh, wow. It's really cool. It's this old log cabin that's... Um, it's a replica of the original Red River Meeting House, but it was the birthplace of the Second Great Awakening. Um, wow! So that that was really cool. Um, but you know, like like we had this this vision that God gave us. You know, like in part, right? Yep. You know, we're gonna we're gonna travel and we're gonna preach. We're gonna tell people about Jesus. You know, seek and save the lost. Get people set free um, and into the kingdom. Um, and then we're like, man, it's, uh, not quite there, you know? So the more that, uh, that, that we were seeking the Lord, um, the more he started showing us, you know? Um, so it, it, it's so important to really like on a daily basis, you know, seek the Lord, you know, even on the small thing, uh, which I used to think were silly, you know, like, what should I eat? Lord, what should I have to eat today? Mm-hmm. You know, um, but really developing that, that, um, that way of thinking that actually walks you into that relationship that God wants to have with us, um, in the first place, you know? So, so it's, a, I've, I've learned like, like this thing that I, I guess I call like the, the ministry of ministries, right? Mm-hmm. So even though I'm out ministering, um, the, the me ministering is actually ministering to me too. I'm, oh, I'm learning yeah. so much more, um, you know, I always thought it was kids, right? Like my, my kids have taught me so much, you know, my relationship with my kids and their relationship with me has taught me so much about a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like how my, my kids just no, no questions asked, trust me, you know? Um, yeah. you know, like they never doubted that it wouldn't work when we sold our house and, you know, and, um, bought a camper and started mm-hmm. traveling around the country. They, they had no doubt. You know, they're yeah. like, cool, let's do it. You know, <laughs> but then like the, the adult mind is like, well, how are we going to do this? Where are we going to go first? You know, who are we going to talk to? Or, yeah. you know, is there a, a, a church that we we're going to, you know, speak at and or, right. You yeah, know, and how are we going to live? You know, uh, right. And, and it's those. that, um, that, that stepping out in that. And I, I really, um, started, uh, like thinking and really just like, 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 like crying out to the Lord, like every day, you know, for hours every day about, um, you know, Lord, if, um, if I'm going to do what you've called me to do, um, then, you know, then I, I, I have to have more of your presence in my life. You know, I, I, you, you have to, you know, burn out everything in me that isn't of you, you know, or this isn't going to work. So, correct. so that's like that, you know, you, you die to yourself and you become alive in Christ, right? Cause it's now Christ that's alive in you. Um, so, so that, that was that, that, that process that, uh, of even like hanging on to some of the stuff, you know, keeping it in a little storage unit, you know, <laughs> just in case, yeah. um, you know, that that's um, I learned that God didn't want me to have a plan B. And I think that's the same thing with a lot of people. He's like, I want you to trust me, you know, and just me and not trust me and maybe have something, yeah. you know, 
little it's, safe um, keepings in case. Right, yeah, yes. I want you to just trust me so much that um that you don't need anything to, you know, to step out. Say, so, well, I'll step out if I save up, you know, forty thousand dollars for yeah. extra. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like like um, you need a plan B. Like a lot of us are thinking, well, if what if this doesn't work? What if he you know, it doesn't follow through on his, you know, it's just the, right. the human nature. Right. Well, so then that was, that was what I remember. I can't have a plan B because this has to work. And the only way that it's going to work is if I don't have a plan B, <laughs> you know, so then, yep. so then it's, it's all God. Um, and I think, I think in so many uh, people's lives that it, it has to come to that point where, um, where you can't hang on to anything else. Right. Mm-hmm. Except for God. And it just, and it just has to be um, just that. Um, and I, I brought this notebook in because I was, I was using it earlier and I was like, oh, my goodness, this is cool. I want to share this, please. Um, so and like a real important thing that um, that I learned is you have you have to have that. Uh, what is your why? Yep. You know, so then it's like, well, why do you wake up every day? Why do you why do you do what you do? Um, and uh, it, so I, I think I think it's really important, right, to have that that what is your why? Because that's when. When stuff really starts getting tough, that's what you go back to is what is your why? You know, why, uh, why are you, why are you staying clean? Right. You know, Mm -hmm. why, why, um, why are you, you know, not going back into the old way of living? Right. Um, uh, so having a, what is your why? I think it's really important for, for everybody, you know, and write it down, man, you know, just think it over. What, what is my, why, why, why am I moving forward? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Uh, And, uh, so, you know, so I, I thought of that, I was like, wow. I haven't looked at that in a little bit, you know, so, so what is your why, you know, so, you know, and, and it really is what's, what's going to keep you going, um, when the pressure gets real, um, you know, so then even, uh, uh, I was in ministry, right. I was ministering in homeless shelters and, uh, uh, teaching and preaching in churches and, um, you know, in different groups and stuff like that. Um, but it was still, it was kind of, I was still staying in a, in a little comfort zone for mm-hmm. me. Um, you know, so when the pressure got real is when, uh, I pulled out of my parents' driveway with my, um, my cat and my dog and my wife and two kids and our camper and, and the rest of our, uh, worldly possessions, you know, a Bible and a harmonica and a mandolin. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it started rolling, rolling down the road going, okay, Lord, where are we going? I'm driving and I'm heading South. Um, cause you know, in Michigan, you can't go too much further North, no. <laughs> um, without a passport. exactly and uh you know so the so then at that point i thought i thought that the pressure was really real then it got more real um but uh you know so so like my what is my why right why do i keep going every day um why do i talk to complete strangers uh about jesus you know it's because i have an unquenchable burning desire uh to see souls saved right lives set free um and to do all that God has called me to do, um, you know, for his kingdom, right? Like I must go and tell. Um, so then in, in my notes, you know, but you must be all in. And I, I think that's uh, for everybody, right? Like, mm-hmm. like we have to be all in and whatever it is that we're doing. And, and that's kind of, I, I always was all in and whatever I was doing, some of it wasn't good, but um, you know, like you could ask the uh, uh, police in the little town that I grew up in, I was <laughs> always all in. You know, it was like, like, um, 100% or nothing. That's how I was, <laughs> you know, so I was all in um, or I wasn't in. So, uh, so God picked a good guy, I guess, to, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, so you, you must, you must be all in, um, you know, so, so I wrote down, you know, for myself, I won't, you know, I won't quit. I won't back down. 
um, you know, and the most important, you know, I will hear well done, my good and faithful servant, um, Amen. you know, so, you know, so it's what, what is your why, um, why do you wake up every day and you have to be radical in whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully it's on the right side, Correct. which is our, uh, which is our whole goal. Exactly. <laughs> is, uh, is that right? So, um, so, uh, so being radical and, uh, uh, pressing in beyond, uh, the veil of the flesh, right. You know, so then that that's where you go into those deeper realms that um, the Lord really starts pulling you into that calling when you can when you can set aside yourself. When I could set aside John, you know, the guy who was, uh, you know, who developed, um, you know, programs for homeless shelters and and, um, you know, and, and spoken churches, and wrote books and stuff. Yeah. When, when I can when I can push away all that and say, you know what, I don't even care about that if I'm not doing um I'm not doing what, what God wants me to do, then, you know, then none of that even matters at all, even though it was within the, uh, the ministry. Um, so it was, uh, stepping, stepping through that and, um, just, you know, so you, you, you find like a, a freedom once you get past that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, um, right. And you know, and so that, that's really, I think that's where we are now is, um, right in that spot. And we're, uh, just going from town to town and setting up our camper. And, and, uh, then I, I just, uh, my, my first week, I just started walking the streets and stopping people and telling them about Jesus and my, uh, my, my passion for stopping every single person that I walk by is, uh, Jesus died for every single person already. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he stepped down off of his throne. So Jesus gave up, right? He stepped down off of his throne in heaven to come down to earth. So he can save the lost us, yep. you know? So he gave up everything to do that. I'm like, wow. You know? And then, you know, like sometimes I'm like, okay, the Lord asked me to sell my house, go tell people about him. He stepped down off of his throne. Mm-hmm. So, so that, um, I could have a relationship with God. Um, and, uh, so, so that passion that every single person out there, you know, so I, so I see souls, right. I, I don't see, um, rich clothes or dirty clothes or, yep. you know, um, even, you know, skin color, it, it, it doesn't matter. I see souls. Jesus, Correct. Jesus died so that every single soul could go to heaven, you know, um, since every single person that I walk by has a soul and they need to know, hey, did you know that Jesus died for He already paid for your salvation? It's already paid for. It's kind of like if somebody went into the store and bought something for you, but they left it on the shelf, paid for, but it's still sitting on the shelf. And if nobody goes and tells you that it's there, it's going to be there. Right. It's just going to sit on the shelf until, hey, man, did you know that so-and-so went and bought that for you? It's been sitting on the shelf for weeks. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's, uh, it, it's right. Yeah. It, it's really important to me to, um, uh, to let everybody know. And, um, yeah, that's the, the, the passion that God's put in my heart through, uh, through crying out, you know, burn out everything that isn't of you. All mm-hmm. I, all I want is whatever your will is. Um, cause not, you know, nothing else really amounts to, to anything. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and through that there, there's hope, right. You know, yeah. um, and, and realizing that, that the devil is a hope thief, right. And he's going to try and, um, steal that even through doubt. Right. You know, and then you start doubting, man, is this really what we're supposed to be doing? You know, is, is this, um, is, is this really going to work? You yeah. know, is this still working? Um, and then you, you can even like fall into like depression from that. And that yeah. just, that just like, it, eats it, at it, you. it gets you, you allow stuck it. in the mud, you yeah, know, that's stinking thinking in a spot. Right. 
And um, so the devil's a hope thief. You know, the guy, you know, God, God's got a plan for your life. Um, the devil's going to try and stop you from doing it at all, at, at all costs. Mm-hmm. The devil's going to try and stop you from getting there. Um, Cause God's plan is to advance his kingdom, right? Yeah. To, to plunder hell and to populate heaven. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so God's going to, uh, pull you out of that spot, you know, but it, it's um seeking him, you know, and, and knowing, um, you know, that right, that uh, whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord Jesus will be saved mm-hmm. um, and uh, draws you into that calling. Right. So he pulls you out of the darkness and into the light right, yep. in that, um, which goes back to, you know, what what Paul was saying with, you know, uh, refusing to go back into the bondage of your past, you know, so that's even refusing to go back into the way of thinking of man, I sold my house and we're traveling around. How long is this going to work? You know, yeah. but, but it's, um, you know, so those are real thoughts, but, um, but it, but it's not a real reality is, you know, if, if I embrace those things, then, um, then they would become my reality. Correct. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, you know, recognizing that and saying, hold on, <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be, um, Telling people about Jesus. So that's what I'm going to keep doing. The devil can't tell me that this isn't going to work. Correct. He wants it to not work, mm-hmm. but he's lying because he's a liar. That's all he knows how to do. Yep. So um, I know what God called me to do, you know, or I know what God, you know, who God calls me to be um, and who he calls every person. To yeah. Be, right. You know what he says you are. And not everyone has to hit the road like you. Right. We all no. have different callings. <laughs> like my dad is a financial advisor and uh, you know, he went to a seminary school and thought about going down that route and felt the Lord calling him to finance. And that's mm-hmm. his place of ministry to all his clients. And, um, you know, you ask him if he'll retire. I don't know. You know, is his answer because he enjoys what he does. and He doesn't see it as work all the time. He does that's it the times key thing. and he loves just pouring into people and helping people, you know, and in finance, you see the good and the bad of people and the ugly and when people are struggling and even wealthy people living Mm -hmm. paycheck to paycheck, it doesn't matter who you are, you know? And so he's able to use that as his ministry platform. Whereas you have been called to hit the road and hit the streets and hit the rough areas of whatever city you're in. And, Mm -hmm. um, or even the, the nice areas, you know, and minister and tell people, um, that Jesus came down and, you know, died for them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and it's really huge to have um, people, right, like in marketplace ministry. You know, there there's a, a, a lot of places that others can minister in that I can't, you know, that, um, that, that the folks wouldn't listen to me. If I walked onto Wall Street, um, you know, if I wore a short sleeve shirt, the tattoos, they wouldn't listen to me, you know, just right off the bat. Um, didn't matter how great the message was. Yeah, they'd be like, know, this guy's just- radical. Uh, right. Or whatever. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot of churches that don't listen to me because they <laughs> <laughs> this guy's radical. I, I've experienced that a few times. And uh, so, so you, you kind of learn like, um, like, like die into yourself that um, they just not even you they're talking about. They can't be talking about me. I already died. Mm-hmm. You know, I died to myself a long time ago. So um, what they're really rejecting is the Lord, just like they always have. Um, but have, having uh, different People, you know, in in all levels of uh, of marketplace, right? Being able to minister is a a, a huge thing mm-hmm. um, to have, right? So you absolutely don't have to sell your house and <laughs> um and and hit the road and uh go to the um the capital H hood. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it, it, it uh 
um, you know, not everybody's called to do that. Um, you know, so, right. So it's, um, it's walking in the, in the land of your calling. Correct. Right. And you'll be Correct. blessed in those areas. Yeah. Um, so how can people that are listening kind of find you and support you, um, you know, your ministry and what you're doing? Yeah. So we have a, a website, which we actually have, uh, we do, um, weekly updates, um, which we used to do like monthly updates, you know, everybody just like monthly newsletter. I was like, man, you know, we, um, we want to keep people like up to speed, like on, on a weekly basis. Um, so you can, uh, you can go to our website and it's uh, ministries.org Um, and, uh, and you can check out everything that we're doing. And there's a, there's a, a, a link on there, like a, a, a donate now button that, uh, there's a, a, a few different ways that you could, uh, financially support the ministry. There's a, a, a spot on there to sign up for the, uh, the newsletter. And we, we just, Keep everybody updated on what the Lord's doing on the streets every week, uh, and the the different testimonies and stuff um, that uh, that we've seen. One one speaking of testimonies, one that uh, that really stood out most recently was I was um, telling the, this lady that uh, you know about Jesus, um, and uh, she she had um, you know through our conversation, had, you know accepted Jesus into her heart, you know as Lord and Savior, um, and. Uh, one important thing we have it on our website too is uh um in all the different cities we go to we have a list of different churches so we, we don't try and push anybody into one particular church but it's find a church out of the list mm-hmm. we don't necessarily endorse all of the churches but um get yourself plugged in somewhere yeah, you got to get plugged in somewhere and it goes back to that community right um but uh this lady that i was talking to she says i've been going to church for you know for several years um says, really you've never accepted jesus before no, there's a, you know, a lot, a lot of the people in the, in the church, um, would, uh, you know, would, would, would tell me where I could find like a Bible verse. Like if I was feeling sad, you know, look up this Bible verse or that Bible verse. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, and then they, they'd give their own personal testimonies, but nobody had ever asked her if she wanted to know Jesus, you know, so they told her about, Jesus, but nobody had ever asked her if she wanted to know Jesus. So I've been waiting years or some, you know, for somebody to tell me how I could do that. Like they did. It's like, wow. <laughs> and, uh, so, so I thought, I thought, um, you know, that, that kind of made me sad that nobody had, but you know, how important it is to, um, to, to really, uh, push yourself to, you know, would you like to know, you mm-hmm. know, um, and, uh, and have that intimate you know, relationship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, uh, that, that was one thing that really, uh, got me more passionate about, uh, getting people passionate for, you know, evangelism and, um, and really, uh, like, like just like, like e- equipping or like igniting that, that passion for people to do that. Um, but yeah, there's, there, there's testimonies like, like the one of that lady, um, or there was a, a, a guy, um, that, uh, that his, you know, his, his, uh, he was homeless and his, um, his, his knees didn't work anymore. He literally just sat you know, hmm. and couldn't walk well at all. And, uh, I led him to the Lord and, uh, prayed for healing for his knees. And he looked at me and says, what just happened? <laughs> and then he stood up and he's like, my knees, they work now. Oh, wow. And it is, it's this uh, amazing thing 
that um you know when, when you when you start doing work for the lord um the lord starts doing the work right yeah it, it's it's all him as you and, listen um, to the calling and, and he's so we, using you yeah you know so so, so we have uh testimonies like that on the website uh every week um so that's uh www.burningbushministries.org um for that and uh yeah i, I like reading through the testimonies I'm like, and i remember those people, you know, and it was like, we got to go back to that town again. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so how long are you in town generally for? Uh, so we usually stay for about a, a month in each spot. And uh, I like to do a lot of street ministry um, and literally just walk in the streets and stopping people and telling them mm-hmm. about Jesus. Um, and then doing a couple of outreaches and I call them like pop-up outreaches. And you got one coming up and... I remember yeah, we were talking, we're, you're looking uh, for a spot. Yeah, we don't have the exact date yet. Um, we're hoping on a date, so we're we're uh, praying for a spot to open up. Uh, sometimes uh, we find a lot of opposition in areas where mm-hmm. um, uh, people just, they, they don't, you know, they, they, they don't want the gospel to be preached, you know, so... And it and it's the devil. It's not it's not any human, right? We wage war not against flesh and blood. Correct. Right. Um, you know, but against powers and principalities in the unseen realm. Um so we understand that. Um but right, I mean, so so what we do, what a a, a great thing is um set you set up a tent and you play some music and you show people love, right? Give stuff away mm-hmm. and just you know, just bring people in and just be able to uh to just minister the gospel to them mm-hmm. with you know no strings attached. You're you're not in any particular church, you know, so there's not like a certain denomination or anything. Right. It's it's um I specifically try not to use churches or church parking lots. Um and you know, like like auto zones or you know, O'Reilly's different, you know, yep. abandoned parking lots, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's neutral ground. Um because people will come when free stuff is being given away and bring in some music, you know, yeah. Some upbeat music to lure them in and kind of just tell them they're loved and you know, their their life is worth something. It yeah, means well, something. And, and it's my my whole message is you know, it's the gospel message, right? You know. God's got a plan for your life. The devil's a hope thief, but God is the God of all hope. And, um, you know, and, and like looking at my own life, right. That, that was, you know, so much the truth. Cause I mean, your that, life's um, a testimony as well, going in to, uh, when you're on the streets ministering to, uh, people, um, even for me, when I'm talking to people, I have, you know, a rough background, uh, so it kind of breaks a little bit of that. Well, who is this person to tell me this? You know, you mm-hmm. can be like, I was living this way and, you know, I found God and realized. So you just have to roll up your sleeve. And say, exactly. Hold on, show man. Let me, the tattoos. Let me tell you. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, like some credibility almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the Lord takes you places and brings you out of those places to, you know, further his kingdom. Not everyone listens to their calling, but, you know. When you yeah. do, he'll provide. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and that—that's the um the huge thing is it's like the video game that we're talking about, right? And it's yep. just that that stepping out, and you might not see that next step in front of you, but you got to take it anyways. Um, and the Lord will always show up. Um, so I, I like to to say that uh, like like when you have faith in the Lord like that, that that even your mistakes are blessed, right? And because God's got God's not going to let you fall off the side of a cliff. Ah, I wouldn't have done it exactly like that, but. I, I got gotcha, you, you know, and mm-hmm. we're still going to, you know, the, the gospel is still going to be shared. Um, Amen. And, uh, you know, so it, it's really, it's like taking that, taking that step um, yeah. in, in whatever it is, you know, it doesn't have to be selling your house. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, preaching on the streets or anything. Um, so many different things, but start a podcast, right. You know, and, <laughs> and I think, I think a lot, a lot of people and a lot of the, uh, the listeners, you know, you know, that, that resonates that, um, you know, there, there's something that, uh, and you may not even know that it's the Lord that's calling you to do it, but there's just that, that, that feeling deep down inside you that, that you're supposed to be doing something different. Um, and you don't have to have it all figured out sometimes, you know, like, like me, um, I didn't have it all figured out when I got rid of my stuff and sold my house in the camper. Right. And, but, um, but I knew that, that, um, that's where the Lord was calling me was that direction. Um, and it, it's that, and take that step, mm-hmm. you know, um, see what happened. Yeah. Then, then you, you put it, you put a demand, um, you know, on the anointing of the Lord, right? You know, man, I feel this. I'm supposed to be doing this. And as long as it's nothing like bad or illegal, you know, chances are that um that you're on the right track. Correct. You know? <laughs> and if it is illegal or bad, you'll it'll catch up eventually, like it did for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that that'll catch up with you. It don't, sounds don't like for you a little out. bit in your little town. <laughs> don't, don't step out in uh in that way. Correct. Uh, um so before we wrap up. What advice do you have for our listeners? Because, I mean, you stepped out in faith um, and sold your house. You know, you mentioned, you know, in your little town, the cops knew you. Um, so I'm sure people from back in that time of your life or never would expect you to be doing what you're doing now. So what advice do you have for listeners that you hold close to you that, you know, your dad um, showed you, told you, or that you've just learned along the way. And that kind of keeps you going every day. Hmm. Well, trust, trust in the Lord is a, is a big one. Um, right. Uh, like, like a great Bible verse that I've, I've had to, um, come to love is, uh, we walk by faith and not by sight. Mm-hmm. Um, so even, even when you don't uh, see the things, and I'd like to go back to David, right? Like, um, like he was anointed as King, but, uh, while the oil was still wet on his head, he went back out into the field tending sheep for a while, right? Uh, don't lose, don't lose sight, you know, regardless of where you're at now, right? Um, keep, keep walking forward, regardless of what, it, of what you see right now. Um, that's not always the actual truth right. of what's going on. Um, and, uh, and, and, and knowing that, that every single person out there, God has a plan for you. He, you weren't made by mistake, you know, that, um, that you were, you were made, and and he he actually uh, calls you his masterpiece, right? Every single person is so unique, and, and nobody was a, was a mistake. It's an actual masterpiece, is um, what the words you know. And uh, he didn't just make anybody to just exist. You know, every single person has a, has a, a a calling. You know, God God has created you to do something amazing and i like in um in daniel uh chapter 11 i don't know the exact verse um Mm -hmm. but it it says they that know their god will do great exploits you know and and that's one of my favorite verses that kind of keeps me going god's called each of us to do great exploits you know Mm -hmm. that's crazy (laughs) god's called each of us to do um you know amazing things um and that, uh, that, so keeping, keeping focus on that, God's called me to do something great. It doesn't matter what it looks like right now. Um, I'm going to do great things for, for the guy that created everything, you know? Um, so that, that kind of, uh, um, keeps me going. I don't know if that's good advice or no, not, but hey, <laughs> I like to ask every guest kind of what advice, uh, do they have to share? Cause everyone has different advice mm-hmm. that helps them. And 
So you just accumulate good advice yeah. over each episode, you know. And I guess like like my good advice advice is uh you know my my phrase that I coined, you know, and it's you know old life thinking has no place in new creation living. Um, and in Christ, you're a new creation. Uh, so the the old life thinking it uh, has to has to go away, or you know this we we can't think that you know, well, I'm a no good whatever, or you know I'm just a such and such. It's um that's not who God says you are. Amen. Um, and that that's uh for the believer and the unbeliever. Um. Is God has already created who you're going to be, whether whether you're uh, living in it right now or not. Um, you know, so um, I guess uh, like an important question that I have, right, is uh, is the most important question, right? That um, for every person that's listening, if you were to die this very second, do you know for sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that you would go to heaven? Um, and uh, and I, I think that that's the most important question, you know, and, and uh, the the Bible says, right, that um, that all of sin and fallen short of the glory of God, right? And it also says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. God's given us all a free gift, like we were talking about. It's already sitting on the shelf. Um, so, you know, so the word says that whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord Jesus will be saved. And everybody's a whosoever. Mm-hmm. We can't get away from that. Um, you know, so, so that's... Uh, that's the key is uh, whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Right. Um, so if anybody would like that free gift that, um, that God has to offer, right. That eternal life that I, I know the next time somebody asks me, if you were to die this very second, do you know for sure that you'd go to heaven that you can answer? Yes. You know, and, um, and you can, you can say this prayer out loud. And this is, um, if you've never accepted the Lord into your heart before, uh, or, or maybe, um, you have it sometime, but like many of us, um, you, you've strayed away at times I have, yep. um, and I know I have and, and come back. And that's the thing that's like the, the prodigal son. So we can call the second group, like the, 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 the prodigal son, he left, um, and messed up. Right. But when he came back, um, his father was so excited that he ran down the road to meet his son and he was crying. He was so happy that his son had returned. Right. Um, and some of us fall into that second group, right. That, um, that we, you know, we knew God, we knew Jesus when we were younger and maybe we had drifted away. Um, and that third group that, um, maybe you're pretty sure, but not completely sure. Um, and you just want to know for certain, you know? Um, so, so these three, three groups, um, you know, we can, we can pray this prayer out loud, right. For that, that, for that, uh, first time salvation, right. That man, I really need to, to just turn around. I had a passion for the Lord once I was on fire, but I need that fire again. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the fire kind of dwindled, you know, Lord, light that fire to me again, or, you know, or I just need to know for sure. You know, it's the same thing. Whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. You know, so we can, we can pray, you know, dear Lord Jesus, uh, Come into my heart. Uh, Forgive me of my sins. Uh, Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, I believe that you died for me and that you rose again and that you're coming back for me. Uh, Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Uh, Give me a passion for the lost, right? And a hunger for the things of God uh, and a boldness to speak the gospel of Jesus to others. Um, You know, I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm set free. 
and I'm on my way to heaven. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, you know, and, and if that was you um, that prayed that, right, uh, in any of those categories, right, wherever wherever you're at, um, know this, right, that that um, that your sins are forgiven. And um, always, always remember to run to God and not from him. He loves you and he has an extraordinary plan for each of your lives, um, no matter what goes on in life. Um, and no matter who thinks what about you, um, God loves you and you can run to him no matter what. Amen. Amen. Well, John, thank you for coming on, uh, sharing your story and, uh, you know, what God uh, has called you to do and, you know, you listening to his calling and, uh, be in the hands and feet. So thank you for coming on and sharing um that with us and our listeners here on the rabbit hole show yeah thanks for having me it's been an honor brother yes and glad that uh, i've gotten to you know know you and have met you at the barn uh over these last few weeks yeah you know so that's a a, a crazy thing too i thought of this just earlier today about um well like sowing and reaping and planting seed mm -hmm. right and um so don the guy that invited me to the barn um you know where i i you know I connected with all of you guys and really feel like, man, th this is, this is what I needed. This was like refreshing to, you know, to just have a, a group of brothers that, um, that I can connect with, um, you know, outside of, you know, ministering to people. Um, so Don and my dad worked together and, uh, my dad, uh, had, you know, discipled Don as he, you know, had just become a, a believer, had just mm -hmm. become a Christian. And my, my dad kind of, um, you know, raised him up, you know, oh. in the faith. And, uh, you know, so, so my dad had planted that, that seed a, a long time ago, probably even before I was born. Um, and then here's, you know, here's Don that that's actually like feeding, pouring into, you, you know, like, like feeding it to me. Now my dad poured into him, you know, and then, and now I was like, wow, that is so cool. And and that's really the way that it's supposed to be for all of us. Mm -hmm. Right. That um, you may not pay back the person that did something nice to you. You pay um, it forward, but right, yeah, you pass it on, and it and it's that um, that raising up, you know, more people, and really just encouraging people, right, speaking hope and encouragement mm -hmm. and life um mm -hmm. into people. And I was like, wow, that was so cool. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> so know? shout out to Don and then all the barn <laughs> yeah. brothers. But yeah, I mean that goes just today. For instance, um, I was at Subway during lunch at work and. A lady had already gotten her food, walked out, and there was a homeless man sitting there. And she asked him if he uh, wanted something to eat, and he, you know, agreed. And she went back in and got him a sub. And I was sitting in my seat at this point; she was behind me, and came out and gave him the sub, and was talking with him, and then prayed with him. And I hadn't seen that done in a while, just you know. And it was just amazing mm -hmm. that. There, it, there's still good people out there. Oh yeah, you know, especially even in 2022, because this world is crazy right now. Um, and the Lord, you know, is working. And yeah. It's amazing to see. Well, and, and that's um, you know, the the Lord wants us to be filled with joy in in everything, right? And especially now, right? The world looks crazy, but um, we're filled with the presence of God, right? Um, so. One of my favorite things is, is like Peter, right? When he was um, walking down the street and he's just going to prayer and uh, and walking down the street and um, people were getting healed, right? And they're putting them out on the side of the road. Like, you know, when Peter walks by and a shadow touches them, people are getting healed. It was the presence of God in him that was mm -hmm. 
you know, radiating out and touching people. And when we start thinking like that, right, that everywhere we go is an opportunity um, to uh, to pour it down to radiate on people. Amen. <laughs> you know? Amen. Then um, then then the environment, right, what's going on in the world doesn't change me. I change it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know? And like walk, that lady, walk in joy. Like that lady praying with that man and getting him that sandwich and change him. And then, you know, he can pay it forward to somebody else, you know, the homeless yeah. man that could change his life and his mm-hmm. outlook on life. So that just was amazing for me to just sit there while I was eating my sandwich and just witness all of that and just brought a smile on my face. I, yeah. So, that is cool. Yeah. Well, John, thank you again. It's been an honor and yes. Uh, look forward to seeing you Tuesday. Tuesday. Yep. So anyone listening, sorry, ladies, guys only um, Tuesday nights, uh, the barn brothers. And we're currently at, uh, Chuck Tyndall's furniture store um, off of 521 and we meet there at 7 p.m. and then prior at 6 p.m. we meet at the show Mars um, while our barn uh, is getting some renovations and some work done we're they, figuring, figuring a few things out yeah um, they have good euros at show Mars. <laughs> yes and I always get the um, the pita burger mm-hmm. so the old-fashioned so but guys, come on out to the barn. Um, shoot me a message. Uh, I'd love to have you. But thank y'all uh, for tuning in this week. Uh, go check out www.burningministries. Uh, Burning Bush Ministries. Burning, yeah, www.burningbushministries.org. Uh, so go check that out for weekly update, updates and ways to support John and his family and their ministry. John, thank you again. It's yes. been an honor um, for all our listeners. Um, uh, go subscribe and follow whatever platform you listen to. And then also check us out on Instagram for just updates and um, just some mental health content. And uh, that's the rabbit hole show, all underscores. And then also to get in touch with us, whether you want to come on the show, share your story. Uh, have any comments or just topics you want us to talk about, uh, shoot us an email, the rabbit hole show 21 at gmail.com. But again, love y'all. Thank y'all for listening and stay tuned for next week's episode. Thank y'all.